A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Week 18 in the NFL, upon us. Saturday games, Curtis. Patriots meaningful game tomorrow. It is a strange, obviously the, the the Hamlin stuff makes it a unique week as it was, but there's all these backups playing, a lot of star players out, several teams resting stars, but then also 10 of the games matter. Uh, Patriots fans we've talked to already this morning and throughout the week, some of them rooting for the Patriots to lose, the force change. Things feel uneasy. Does it feel that way to you? Yeah, it's felt it's well, there's two things that I've noticed um especially with the NFL. The show goes on and although it didn't on Monday night, it will this weekend. And the biggest key to the NFL's success is just the absurd number of storylines that grip America right. and the lack of an attention span or a desire to protect people is the other reason, but in general, think of the stories just this season from Tua's concussion freezing up on Thursday night football, to the Brady and Dolphins uh, tampering situation, to the most underreported, underdiscussed Brian Flores being proven right that his owner was telling him to lose games, <laughs> but the NFL walks because, quote, it was said in jest. Like, they're, they're tanking, there's other coaches, and it's just like, nope, we all just keep, the, the, the tide comes in, the tide goes out. The football will be played, and whatever you think about morality or health or betting or whatever, it's all irrelevant. We are, I know I've said this a thousand times, but Monday night, I'm watching that by myself. I saw two of the most bizarre things by myself this year. One was the Raiders' insane ending, and the other was Monday night, and I'm just looking around like, is this real? And the, the way that that felt and the period and the time and, you know, the ESPN trying to figure out how to discuss the most unforeseeable situation. And as of 48 hours ago, I had a good buddy of mine saying, what's going on with this? Why, you know, and I thought at the time that the lack of updates was really scary, that no news that I said, basically that they were going to release any good news imaginable. And when you went, whatever it was, 12, 24 hours without really an update, I was preparing for the worst. And I was thinking, well, if the worst happens, what ha- you know, and now it's what 11 a.m. on Saturday. We're not even six full days removed from this unbelievably horrible scene, and we're debating whether or not it's a su- successful season. And it's all about if the Patriots can overcome the Bills' emotional, you know, reaction. It's just a wild juggernaut that is undefeated. Of the, the th- of the three teams that are the favorites in the AFC: Bills, Chiefs, Bengals. Right? I would say those are clear cut yes. the top three. So the Bills obviously have swirling emotion and all kind of things. What a year it's been in Buffalo. And now they have to play for this game. Our buddy Volan pointed out, you know, if they lose, they're definitely going to have to play a title game in Kansas City. So they are playing for on-field importance as well as for Hamlin tomorrow. Right. So lots at stake there. Bengals are upset about this coin flip. So if they lose to the Ravens and play them in the wild card, even though they won the division, they have to flip a coin and might have to go to Baltimore in the game, which is sort of surreal. And the Chiefs, I guess, are the happiest of the bunch. They're just like, they're skating. Advantage Kansas City, right? They lose to the Bills and the Bengals in the regular season. And now, because of the situation on Monday night, the worst they can do is just have a bye, right? 
or if they win, they have a bye, no matter what. If they correct? win, they have a bye, yes. They could so still they not beat, get the bye. If they beat the Raiders at home today, four o'clock. after losing at home to the Bills and losing on the road to the Bengals, they will have a bye over those two teams. Which is far people were asking this week, it was actually a question. Which would you prefer, home field or the bye? I mean, is there any <laughs> doubt that you would take the bye? Like yeah. who cares? You're it's so an you automatic... get home field with the bye too. You could get both at the same time. Right, but in general, the question was if there was uh, Mike Florio was was throwing it out there basically that teams maybe presented the option of choosing one or the other if they all had the same record. But either way, the the way that this season has transpired, I it feels like it's either going to be the most amazing story for the Bills where they win the Super Bowl or they lose in the first weekend of the playoffs. Yeah. I don't see it like I don't see <laughs> the them Patriots. getting to the Super Bowl and then losing. Patriots take them out in round one. I mean, Stunning upset. Patriots you, um, back in with a loss tomorrow, <laughs> oh, get yeah. a rematch. Can that happen? No, I think if they lose, I, I, maybe that happens. There's a chance they lose. They basically lose. need everyone to lose to back into the playoffs. No, but I yeah, think but Ken's then, wondering if, if the Patriots opponent? lose to the Bills, can they play the Bills again the next weekend? <laughs> If the Chiefs lose, I think they play the Chiefs. But if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs win, Chiefs I think win, they play the Bills. Back-to-back right. so, weeks. It'll be you know, Chiefs you know or Bills. The, and you know what the story will be, Ken? Belichick didn't want to throw his best plays out there on Sunday. They lose. <laughs> They're saving all their good True. stuff for the Wildcat. I mean, what a weird. But honestly, that wouldn't surprise me. Nothing would surprise me. <laughs> Listen to all the things I was mocking you by myself, actually, with James walking in California. <laughs> As I was listening to your podcast, you're obsessed Bradford. with me. God, the Laird mentions on the morning show, or they're more frequent than I when I was on the show. Well, I miss you, so I have to talk about you. So, um, so uh, the Laird mentions. What are you like? <laughs> anyway, uh, so I'm walking around and I'm listening, and I hear you be like 16 percent chance, and I'm like, you are such an idiot. Literally, everything that you said needed to happen. <laughs> the Dolphins have become the worst team in football. Right, the they, Jets blow. Like it is incredible. The Titans and the Jaguars somehow now are both seven and eight or eight and eight, whatever it is. It is wild what's happened. Back to the Chiefs and what's the stake for all these teams? We'll get to the Patriots here in a second. But okay, let's look at Kansas City. Andy Reid is is this his tenth year there, ninth year or tenth year? They've won once. Mahomes was drafted in what, seventeen? So he's had five cracks at it. He's won once. This will be year six. They right. lost to the Bengals in embarrassing fashion last year. If they don't get it done this year, I mean, the pressure is on, not to mention, as you, you talked about, the Andy Reid uh, son issue that, you know, has kind of gone away. But still, it, you know, they can't just win one. This was supposed to be the next great dynasty. Right. But it's unbelievable that the, the Mahomes thing, and I actually give Mahomes credit because he has been out there saying it's no longer a contest, you know, the whole Brady-Mahomes, you know, baby goat thing. But the media keeps recreating or rewriting the question and now you have the, like, Kellermans and Nick Wright saying, well, Matt Mahomes is the best player ever at the position. He doesn't have to get the titles. And it's like, that's the whole point. And the fact that Mahomes has two home losses as favorites in 2018 in the AFC Championship, mm-hmm. last year against Burrow in the AFC Championship, he has the brutal performance in Super Bowl 55. You have all of these situations here, and – they're sitting here after losing to those two rivals, and if they don't win it this year, I'm with you. But with the Chiefs, it's like no rules apply. Like they'll just they'll be excused away, and you know you are a Burrow. What was it like a 
two yards they needed in the fourth quarter against the Rams last year in the Super Bowl, where Burrow and Mahomes have the same Super Bowl wins. Yep. Bengals feel like they're playing with house money, even though they didn't win. Um, but they're going to lose T. Higgins, I guess, so they're going to have some turnover. But the Bills, what, what's at stake for them? I mean, God, everybody's sort of on their side now, but there is a lot of pressure there. Well, the issue is is that you can't create this urgency as successfully with the Bills as you can with the Chiefs just because Allen is so uniquely good and young and, you know, one of the best players in football and will be for a while. Yeah. But the issue is breaking through and getting one is the hardest part. And the Bills and that whole city and the, the angst surrounding it, considering all of the issues they've had from the actual weather, which has been crazy, to the awful injury from Hamlin to Juan the Miller's injury in the summer. You know, basically that whole city's been just like a dark cloud. Yep. And now you have the city, you have the team that is talented enough to do it. They were better than the Chiefs last year. It just was, you know, 13-second brain fart, allowed a field goal, <laughs> and you lose in overtime. I, I feel like America is going to be behind the Bills, and they are either going to, as I said, it's either going to be too much for them, and they lose early in the playoffs, and it's just that the season was too much and all that. That's the reason. Or they win it for Hamlin. I don't see a happy medium. For the Patriots, back where we started the show, what's at stake? You know, Do you want them to get in? Will that force change if they don't? I don't think much changes except I just keep going back to the quarterback. I do think they're going to make a change at play caller. I believe Burt Breer's report that Kraft's unhappy. Bill admits it's not worked on offense secretly. He's not really publicly admitted that. He's not going to bring Patricia back. There will be a new play caller. It's just, does Bill believe in Mac? And every sign, if I just trust my eyes this year, is that Bill does not believe in Mac. He Not entirely. If Brady comes available, or even Jimmy G, he's going to go one of those two routes instead of bringing Mac back for year three. Well, I would say in order of likely replacements, Jimmy G is far more likely than Tom Brady. Because of the the age, because, because of, the, money. of the relationship, the money, all of that. So I could, you know, that's one side of it. But you can't discount, Ken, the Edelman, Martellus, Bennett, bitch comments about Jimmy G. <laughs> yeah, but they're I not mean, here anymore. I mean. But, but that's, I don't know. I feel like if they felt that way, it may have permeated the room. I don't know how many people that are still around from that team. But the stat that I just have to go back to, I mentioned at the start of the show, Tom Brady is one of two people to start every game since Bill allowed him to leave and go to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And that's Tom Brady and Josh Allen are the only two NFL quarterbacks who have started every game since the start of the 2020 season. There have been 66, there will be, 66 different starting quarterbacks in the NFL this year, a record. Tell me again why we want to go to 18 games. Anyway. <laughs> and so you well, have it's, all... it's a great stat, but yet at the same time, you don't think Brady should keep playing. Nor do, I mean, you don't think he'll come here. The answer to the question was the next several years. And we have it's clear that Robert made a mistake. That he didn't think Tom could continue to play and he thought Bill was going to be building something. They have regressed. And while Tom has regressed on the field this year, he's won a Super Bowl, he's won a playoff game the next year. He has a shot to win another playoff game this year. The NFL owners make a ton of money no matter what. They print cash when they can host playoff games. And there will not be one in Foxborough for a while unless they host a neutral site AFC <laughs> championship game. Or Allen gets hurt. And so you have the situation here where it's part of the same story. They are now at another fork in the road where you're entering year three with your rookie quarterback. 
you've now had two separate coordinators. It feels like it's going to be three entering next season. Where are they? Are they on the up? Are they on the down? Do you trust Bill this offseason? Has he done enough in the draft to get you back? It feels a little bit like the Browns of the mid-90s, to be candid. It that's, feels why a it's, bit... that's why it's important they get in. These people saying it's better to lose, wrong. They win a game tomorrow, changes the narrative. They win a game, get in the playoffs, compete well, people start to believe again. They might believe in Mac again. Bill might believe in Mac again. Much at stake. Better to get in than this phony notion that they should lose. That's going to force change. That is stupid. But I would say I, I agree that it is, it, it is a loser's lament, but if you're banking on them losing and all these other teams winning, that's also a loser's lament. Put a poll question up. Ooh. If you're a Patriots Shit fan, do, do give me a raise. <laughs> <laughs> should, is it better to lose and not get in the playoffs or for the Patriots to get in the playoffs? To, Something well, like that. Okay. I'll, I'll ask Jackson to term it for me. Better, okay, just, better scenario. Patriots get in or don't get in? What is the better scenario? <laughs> Boom. Got it. And it's a radio show. We might as well take calls on it. 617-779-7937. It's, it's interesting, right? We, we did make the postseason every year for the last nine years. And, um, you know, our teams fluctuated in L.A. from, you know, a ton of superstars to a few superstars and whatnot. But, like, the thing that I learned is that on paper doesn't – make you win a world series. What it says on paper doesn't equate to a world series. It's what you have in the clubhouse. It's the group of guys that you have. It's, uh, you know, trying to, I mean, it, it sounds cliche, but getting all all 26 guys pulling on the same end of a rope. And, uh, I think there is a lot of talent in the clubhouse. I think there is. There we go. Fired up for your Red Sox 2023. That's Justin Turner, Curtis. That is the leader. That is possibly your leader. Position player leader coming up next year. Maybe Devers. I don't know. But Turner won your deal introduced by the Red Sox yesterday, and he'll make what looks like $15 million guaranteed, even if he opts out uh, the year uh, following. When and- I was in California, Ken, I was at the local grocery store, and the gentleman asked, uh, there was a local, you know, you could have like a, a Savers card, and I said I didn't have one. And he said, oh, you're out of town. I said it from Boston. He's like, oh. You stole Justin Turner from us. Did he really? I was like, yeah, I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just like we stole Kike Hernandez. Well, Kike, think- Kike was a big part of recruiting him. He admitted that. But also, this is stunning to me. According to David Vassa from 570 LA, part of the recruiting of Turner to the Red Sox was Alex Cora having Bill Belichick sent a recruitment text. What? Belichick sent a text to Justin Turner on the wishes of Alex Cora. He sends a text to Turner, but not to Tom Brady. My <laughs> lord. Business as usual with Brady. Unusual business with Justin Turner. What? That is great. Great What's job. What's less Bill? believable? The letter to Kraft? I mean, the letter to Trump? <laughs> the text to Turner? <laughs> I mean, it would what? make sense if he did it for, like, Kevin Durant, but this is Justin Turner. He's a good player. He's a star. He is their leader. That's a big get for the Patriots. The Red Sox. By the Patriots. Yeah, uh, well, I can't wait to watch Do Your Job 5. It'll be all about Justin Turner's uh, signing by Bill Belichick. Turner, by the way, makes a good point. As much as the Dodgers are praised for all their spending, they have won once. One title in this run. Ten-plus years with Kershaw at all. And yeah, but, I mean, they've been the best team in baseball in the regular season every year, and they've had how many, you know. I, but does I anybody agree. remember that? I mean, they lost to the Padres. They lost to the Braves. They were just continual losers. And that yeah. one year that they won was the COVID, was the COVID year, the year. Yeah, season. Right, where Turner was unvaxxed. 
Very controversial. Anyway, he's a Red Sox now. Let's forget all that. 617-779-7937. More to the point, you put the poll question up. How are the results? This is, you are right last night. Your, your, your due diligence in trying to produce every show on the station at the same time <laughs> really has paid off. So what is the better scenario, make or miss the playoffs? 54% already 100 votes in say miss the playoffs. Jesus. That is wild. I, I, that is crazy. I am so proud of Patriots fans. You are? That makes oh, you my proud? God. Yes. We're not some one-horse town. This is a big market that we expects winning. We don't celebrate, you know, getting to the wild card round and getting our butt kicked. Well, that's delusional. This is the way most NFL fans and franchises live. It's part, it's about the grind. This is not delusional, Ken. This is the opposite of delusional. This is accurately and unbiasedly reading the situation and understanding that anything that it makes this season appear more of a su- success makes it less likely for next year to have the changes necessary to bring you back to a championship. I don't believe that. I, I just I do not believe that no matter what they that is ship has sailed. Patricia is done. You think there's a chance that he stays, that they have this run and Bill decides to keep Patricia as coordinator. That is Ken, not happening. What, whatever the chance is, it increases if they make the playoffs. Whatever that chance is. If it's five percent it goes to ten. If it's ten it goes to fifteen. Whatever. The fact that they – because then you'll have another – let's say they lose 31-23 in the playoffs, but they have, like, a good comeback like the Bengals, and everybody here gets all excited because they lost close. Like, these are all the things that are available to you if you make the playoffs. I go back to the fact, do you think the Patriots, deep down, are pissed that Mac Jones went to the Pro Bowl last year? Well, I wouldn't rule anything out with Bill and Mac. He has a strange relationship with Mac, so maybe he was. Exactly. And so, but that's that the Pro Bowl. The, that's different. That's, it's antithetical to the team, Ken. Yeah. Where you need to prove it. You need to become something before you get there. And with the Pro Bowl, with the 16th alternate, after they went past Brian St. Pierre, <laughs> stop. They go to Mac Jones, and now he's got on his you know his rookie card. He's at the Pro Bowl doing the gritty, and he's like talking trash to Patrick I, Mahomes. I thought he played well in the Pro Bowl. He had two picks. I, I did the all they 22. They canceled it. It was so bad. They're like, we're never doing this again. His spin rate was excellent on some of it really, His VORP was phenomenal. But the situation is that this team needs serious changes. And those changes become <laughs> less likely the more they win or the further they go. 3-1-0 text a good line. Maybe Belichick figured out if it didn't work out, Turner could be his next offensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's a good fan. Do you fan. think he knew who he was? Do you think he's like, sure, hey, Justin, come to Boston? He probably thought it was like Cor's nephew. Like the wrong Brian, like he sent the text to Dayball or, or Flores. Another of story we've forgotten about. <laughs> 201 Texter, here's a good Patriots fan. There aren't many left, apparently. But 201 Texter, how about this scenario? We lose, but Titans, Dolphins, Steelers lose. Sky's falling. We suck, but we back into the playoffs, play the Bills again, and this time beat them, then beat the Bengals and go to an AFC title game would be a hell of a story and ends happily when we still get a coordinator to run things. That is the text of the day from 201. A f- finally find a good Pats fan who embraces the, the, the process. Trust the process. Ken, were your best teachers the ones that made you feel good even though your stat, your your uh, your grades weren't, that, that, that falsely, artificially enhanced your performance, or was it the teacher that demanded and got the most out of you? Uh, I just had great grades all the way through. I don't know what you're referring okay, to. Well, Magna Western Lottie, PA is on a scale. But, um, Northeastern Huskies? Yep, it's a great school. I'm proud of you. Very well done. Not mm-hmm. not that great. But anyway, the, the situation here <laughs> is very simple. The people know good food. You can't 
You can't. Well, that, well, they're spoiled by a dynasty that will never happen again. I mean, can we realize that's oh, okay, not going to so happen? Okay, so we should just we shouldn't have any expectations. Yes, because we we'll should never not have those again. expectations. That is just ridiculous. What's the point? You mean what's the point? Is the point to win a championship or just look good and get to the playoffs? If you're a fan, the point is to root for your team. You embrace the process. Don't you, you think part you of the reason... To, you don't root for them not to make the playoffs. What are we doing? Ken, don't you think part of the reason the Steelers, Alabama, the Yankees, the Celtics, that the that these teams are great for long periods, spanning generations, because the expectations come with the fandom as opposed to teams that are... Happy to be there, like the Bucks that get Conquer the South t-shirts when they win a division at well, 500. that's different. I'm not saying you put up a banner for making the playoffs, but that doesn't mean you root for them to miss the playoffs. And well, root what for does the a banner Bills. signify, Ken? Uh, accomplishment. Right, and this would be an accomplishment, according to you. It would be internal progress for the team, yes. It would, it would, it would spark encouragement in the fan base. It would be progress for Mac. They would get something out of it. It, I don't think it's progress. If they lose and they make the playoffs, how is that progress for Mac? That's experience. Vital playoff experience. Vital playoff experience. Every, every championship team needs to get there and taste it first. Well, oh, not everyone. Not, the, not the one Patriots. Right, or let's, the 2020. Let's go to the phones. Danny from Quincy checking in here on your Saturday morning. Good morning, Danny. Ken, I, I, you know, I never thank you a couple of weeks ago uh, for playing I'll Be Home for Christmas, <laughs> back in the Christmas holiday oh, yeah. thing. I kind of went off on Bradford. Bradford is an irritant for me, so I, I went off on him, and I, I forgot to thank you. Anyways, I wanted to get that out of the way. You're welcome. Curtis, another, another remote for Curtis. Yeah, huh? exactly. Hey, hey um, Curtis, I have a, I have a, weather, a test question on a, on a weather question, right? Because, you know, I teach people how to drive boats, and meteorology is a prerequisite to becoming a captain. So yep, it's all what, about happens, the moon. What, happens, what happens when the dew point goes below the temperature? Oh, then you're screwed. Then the world stops. Uh, we stop. Go ahead. See if you can answer it. If the dew point goes below the temperature, yes. Then is that, is that possible? I, I honestly uh, don't know. It becomes drier. The lower the dew point, the drier the air. Now the dew point. It's a trick question. The dew point can never go below the temperature. When they match, you get fog. All right. Well, they, nothing wrong. Right. You a song a month ago that nobody gives a damn about. And you've asked that question. Let's get <laughs> yeah, to the point. Anyway, well, no, but you're a dew point guy, and I, I want to see how well you knew your weather. Anyway, I'm not really a meteorologist. It's kind of a goof, Dan. I know. I know, Curtis. I know. I know it is, Curtis. So I was just trying to have a little fun with you, brother. LL. All right. Um, anyway, uh, you know, Ken, well, you know. <laughs> Curtis, you don't put anything in context when it comes to Brady at all, okay? He is the beneficiary of his defense giving him the ball back. He's the biggest opportunist in, in football right now. And, and, and Leonard Not a Fournette, good time for this, Dan. I'm sorry, man. And Le- no, I'm just so trying stupid. to put it in because it relates to where Brady will go if he leaves Tampa Bay at all. One it of two quarterbacks in the NFL to start every game. One of two quarterbacks to start every game since he went to Tampa when you guys said, oh, not good well, anymore, don't need well, him. Right now, he's got he's always had a brick wall for an offensive line, always, <laughs> in, including Tampa. They, they have an and Leonard Fournette's getting him six, seven yards. He's living in second and two. Leonard Fournette's getting seven yards? Have you watched a Bucks yeah. game? I've watched every game. I have listened to the game last week on the Carolina radio feed on my computer. Ken, has, right has now, Leonard Fournette been getting seven yards a carry? He is not. Ken? Yeah. Okay, thank you. Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury decided 
He beat the same backup quarterback that we beat in Arizona, Curtis. Speaking and he of all like, over oh, the he place. He tuned in. <laughs> no, his defense kept giving him the ball back. That's oh, yeah. Well, Matt did get the ball twice. 70 times in the fourth quarter. He'd still have no touchdown passes yeah, there, Well, too. yeah. Well, okay, Leonard Fournette's carrying five guys with him for seven yards on Danny, every Danny, you're not watching the games. Leonard Fournette that, sucked all year. I have is, no idea what you're talking about. That is the success. And you failed to put that in. You failed to put any of his games in context at Danny, all. Danny, you were wrong about the biggest storyline in the history of Boston sports. It's okay. We all make mistakes. You know, it's okay. Yeah. You just move on. What, what, what's the biggest? Uh, that's got nothing to do with what's going on. You 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 up, do up, it on per. It's just you don't put his games in context. Now, look at he's going to win the okay, division. Good. He's Danny's going to do a Brady's games in context. I, so, I love it. Let's do it next week. We'll see. Well, why would he want to leave that division, Curtis? Danny, I'm not talking about Brady next year. You're the one who's like losing your breath about Leonard Fournette, who has sucked all year. You're like making uh, zero you, you, sense. You, you haven't been watching the games, Curtis. He's carried their friggin' running offense. <laughs> I the guy is. A, I would love him on my. I hate him on when he's on the Bucks, but I would love to have him on my team. He's okay, five times the player Stevenson is right now. I, I would take Stevenson over Fournette right any now. day of the week. What are you talking about? Absolutely. I'd take Fournette over Stevenson right now, any day okay. of the week. Great. Any day uh, of the week. But anyway. What do, you think about, what do you think about Brady making every start since he left here? One of only two quarterbacks. Great. He's had protection. He's got a brick wall. His offensive, offensive line, line. Even though, Even though they half their team is injured on the offensive si- uh, line, the, he's getting protection to throw How the ball. How do you ball. feel about Bill Belichick leading this yeah. team into another title, Danny? Okay. You think now, it's Ken, likely? i got to ask you, Kurt, Danny, uh, Ken. Danny, do you think Bill Belichick will lead this team to another title? Probably not. Okay, thank you. Probably not. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, I think uh, it depends on what happens, but you know, I, there's no it way depend uh, on what happens. Belichick. What's that? It depends on what happens. You're correct. No, no, I think Bill, no, listen, I told you, if he runs the team, if he continues to run the team into the ground, he's point, He's cost him a few victories this year. There's no question about it. But like you, when, uh, when it comes to, like, the media never blames Mac Jones for anything, I'm in that, you're feeling my pain when it came to Brady. Mac Jones, last week, had, he got sacked four times. Every one of them were a coverage sack. Every one of them. After he, got, after he came back from the injury, he was taken off with the ball and running for first downs. Why isn't he doing that anymore? And here's one for Belichick. Ask Belichick if you ever get to talk to him again, does he have the ability to change the play at the line of scrimmage? Because hmm. they took – they had to take a time – you still there? We're here. Okay. In last week's game, they were lollygagging in the, in the huddle. The play clock was running down. They had to call a timeout. Now, fortunately, I think they scored the touchdown on that play. They came out of that play with a friggin' handoff to the, uh, to the running back, seven yards behind the line of screw. That's on Matt Jones, Ken. That's yeah. on Jones. He's got no leadership ability well, whatsoever. You said it. They may not allow him to change the play. What can you do? Patricia's put I, the handcuffs I on I want to know if that's true. But okay. he, right now, that was, that was on him. Not taking off with the football or throwing the ball away when he's got four seconds in the pocket. I, is, 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 he still hasn't got over that yet. All right, Danny, thank you. And uh, Ramondre Stevenson, in, with 15 more rushing attempts, has 230 more rushing yards and two more rushing touchdowns to go with another receiving touchdown. You can't at five that yards is a bizarre. carry. If you put a poll question up, who would you rather have, Stevenson or Leonard Fournette? That would be 100% the By the way, run. Leonard Fournette, three and a half yards per carry. Yeah, he's pretty much stunk this year, I thought. Anyway. What? Mac that was jo- the most bizarre call. I Ma- make people lose their minds. Mac Jones has had tough circumstances. Can we at least give the guy that? 
it's a pass year. He gets a pass. Well, well, according to you, he's with the greatest coach in NFL history. That seems like a pretty easy path when you go to the NFL, no? He has not surrounded him with the, te- the tools and talents to succeed. I am worried that Bill doesn't like him, and therefore that's getting in the way as well, and that he's just going to make a change. I think Mac could be done. What do you think the chances are Mac's back next year? I would say, uh, I don't know where Shime got it. I heard him say 47%. Was, was that... I don't know where we got that. I heard him say that. I, I mean, would say I mean, Mac wants out. His family probably wants him out. Bill probably wants to get rid of him. They're gonna they they're gonna trade him somewhere. Fifty fifty. I would put it that high. Fifty fifty. He's back because there's got to be. If I'm Robert Kraft, part of the off season plan is can't change the past. We can learn from it. Big mistake, Bill. You're no longer getting carte blanche to bring in any old golf buddy or drinking pal to be the offensive coordinator. And isn't year three always like a judgment year for quarterbacks? Like, judgment why year, not, I love it. Yeah, why, why not just give also him the Terminator chance? movie. So going forward, here's the situation. You have to have your quarterback invest in him. That means with coaching and talent, whether that's Mac or someone else, you need to lift up the quarterback because your quarterback can no longer lift up those around him. You need to change the way you build the team, and if you keep Mac, which I think they should, spend forty million, twenty million each on top end talent. Whether that's drafting, trading picks to get a receiver, there are always people available. Ken, you you know that. Whether it was mm-hmm. Tyreek last year, Steph Diggs the year before, yep. you if, with the right deal and the right money, you get a team that's not ready to win, and you get their top wide receiver talent and give them picks and whatever else. But if but if Bill has a toxic relationship with Mac, wouldn't you say he should trade him? If Bill doesn't think Mac's the guy and doesn't believe in him. Then Kraft has another decision to make. <laughs> well, yeah, well, true. Right, that's I mean, very true. I I don't understand of I don't understand how you can be here, and you not have the same page with the coach and the owner again on the quarterback if that's the case. Right, but but Kraft's in a tough spot, as you said. He's already picked Bill. There's only so much he can do. If Bill comes to him and says, "I want Jimmy back," they're gonna go. They'll let Bill get Jimmy. They'll trade Mac, get a second round pick, whatever, move on. What's more likely, Gerard Mayo's back in his role or Mac is back as quarterback? Ooh. Neither are, well, probably Mac. I think Mayo's gone. That is definitely. I do too. Yeah, I think he's going to go. And I think Bill's done him a little bit of a solid this week, um, <clears throat> given the news with Hamlin. But I think he's been more open in praise of Mayo than he has in the past, sort of like in that final year where they did the Do Your Josh documentary when they won and everything was about Josh McDaniels. Speaking of the do, we have a do point caller. Do you want to take Bob and Ashby? I love, I love meteorology. Go ahead, Bob. Help Curtis out with the weather, please. Hey, good to hear you, Ken. Uh, Curtis, congratulations on uh, your fatherhood. Uh, oh, thank you. I'm a father of five teenagers, and I look like Wiggy Sounds. Um, <laughs> so the dew so the, the, the point is the temperature at which you need to cool the air to reach saturation. So when the temperature, air temperature and the dew point temperature are equal, it's 100% relative humidity. Of course the dew point can be below the ambient air temperature because – Otherwise, it would be saturated all the time. Okay, the temperature can't go below the dew point. Yeah, I right. The, the dew point temperature can be below the temperature, but the I thought I, maybe I misheard. I thought he said the dew point temperature couldn't be below the ambient air temperature. I think you're right. I think he screwed up. You're right. To Bob. be fair, Daddy made no sense in anything he said. <laughs> that was so... five minutes of. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, absolutely. Uh, great, great to hear you guys. I just wanted to put that little point out there. Uh, and, um, you know, great show as always. All right, thank oh, thank you, you. The line of the year with that one. My oh. God, I, I look like Wiggy Sounds, A+. Plus. Wiggy Sounds great. Five, what is, oh, what is that, Joe? Five. The more you know. He helped us out with some oh, info. Like that, right. Holy cow. 508 Texter, why can't the Patriots be the 2007 Giants? The pass rush is there. 
Just saying. Love it. Love it. Need more of that. You know what? The only thing worse than watching this team this year is having to use that team as a source of motivation. One team I will always try to forget. <laughs> All right. 617-779-7937. Do you want the Patriots to make the playoffs? Curtis put up a poll question. More than half the respondents are rooting for them to miss the playoffs. To lose. Yeah. And a lot and of people wondering in. about Danny with the Leonard Fournette <laughs> of a Ramondre Stevenson take. Uh, it is Kenneth Curtis here on WEI. <laughs> Great choice again, Joe Braverman. What does it matter with your head if you're rooting for the Patriots to miss the playoffs and you're a fan of the team? Curtis, under- you. Curtis understands you. He sympathizes. I do. Uh, I sympathize with all people's pain. I have a lot of it. So, Ken, mm-hmm. do you remember the uh, great movie Fun with Dick and Jane? Never saw it, but I do recall it. So, Jim Carrey, who Jackson somehow thought should play me in a movie, maybe <laughs> a good week for Jackson, not his best moment. So... Anyway, he's on CNBC trying to talk up the company he works for, and it's just like the stock just keeps going down. Well, you defending the Patriots making the playoffs has had the same effect. What is the better scenario? Pats miss the playoffs. 56% of respondents say, now 57% agree (laughs) that it would be better for the Patriots to miss the playoffs. 200 votes in. The masses disagree with you, Kenneth. Possible explanation. They're followers of your Twitter account, which means their judgment is clouded already. Well, you retweeted it, so we got both there, Chief. 617-779-7937. Let's go to Bob and Andover. Bob, good morning. Hello, Bob. Good morning. How are you doing, guys? Hey, how are you? Bob. Good. Listen, I just want to, I just want to uh, bring up a few things. Everybody's beating up Mac Jones. But Mac Jones has no offensive line. He has no wide receivers. He has no offensive coordinator. Give the guy a break. Let's see what he can do when you get an offensive coordinator and some other help. You know? I just think he's getting beat up. Look at his stats at Alabama. He had an offensive line. He had wide receivers. Yeah, he, he had, had Waddle. He, just, he had one of the best receivers in football. He had the best coaching staff in football. Right, right. Just, you know what? You know what, Curtis? Just give him a chance. You know, Who's not I mean, giving him a chance? I think they should give him weapons this offseason. I don't think they should trade him. I think he, give him a shot. Do what they did for Tua next year for Mac. I totally agree. I, that's yeah. all I wanted to say because I, I, you know, the, you know, he he got a raw deal this year. I think Complete most people would agree with deal. that, Bob. I, I I do. And thanks for the call. Don't you think, Curtis? Even if you're like shy and you're a Mac hater, you at least admit that he's had tough circumstances. At a yeah, minute. I I think that the in the issues that he's had with the media and fans, he's brought upon himself that the selfish behavior on the field has been the one thing that if you don't like Mac, the way Boomer so eloquently put it on the Greg Hill show last Man, Monday, what calling a, him sushi. That was amazing from Boomer. What a moment from the Boomer Esiason interview on the Greg Hill show. <laughs> if you ever thought the Boomer interview would make it to the Daily Mail, you win. <laughs> because. Th- but I really believe... If you missed it, by the way, check out the interview on the podcast page on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y. And it's free. And um, Boomer Esiason, I believe, I have no evidence... I believe he is speaking on behalf of the football world. He sits there every week. He sits in the CBS studio with Cower and Burleson and Sims. All the hardos. Sims is sniffing glue. And and they're all in there. And they, I believe, are reacting and sharing. That was a little bit of a slip of the tongue of a overworked Boomer Esiason 
with his honest assessment. And, we, and we've had Jones. Patriots alumni lash out against Mac a bit this year too, right? Yep. You have Edelman, you had um, Will Fork, the, the Will Fork, uh, and and in that regard, so there was this odd thing during the the Christmas holiday period is always weird because there's things that happen that we just sort of forget about or we're not in together to react to. But Colin Coward went on this rant about how the New England media had been told to release the hounds against Mac Jones by Bill Belichick and that that was a sign that they were separating. I found that to be laughably wrong. Really? However, the the side, because who the hell, I mean, I, with all due respect, I don't think Bill's pulling Mike Reese aside and saying to say this. Maybe he is. I don't, I don't think he think pulls people aside to say it, but I think his feelings can filter down to those alumni and they therefore take Bill's opinion. No, and I'm saying in your the, this the side that I would have wished he would have taken, which I would have agreed on, is to say that when you hear Edelman and Wilfork publicly say these things, I think they are relatively sanctioned opinions by the organization. Yep. Now the question is: Is that a craft sanction or a Bill sanction? Well, it's a Bill thing because it's for Bill. It's his fall guy. Right. So this brings me to where Bob from Andover just put it that. I feel like people aren't in love with Mac Jones. People wouldn't, you know, storm Patriot place if they traded him. But I would say the majority of Patriots fans, if they're being honest, believe that he deserves another shot with a clean start, a coach, and some better weapons on offense. Before you say he's not the guy. Maybe, but but there are also signs that there's enough evidence here that the two parties should just divorce and try in different scenarios, you know? Just move on. I mean, I think either could happen, but but what would be – we talked about this at the beginning of the year, Ken. With Mac Jones, Bill took into account many different things when he chose Mac and was bringing him in. He did not anticipate that Mac would not fall in line. And from when we first heard from Bill Belichick at the start of training camp that he made, quote, dramatic improvement in the offseason until today, right? Mac and Bill have been on, the, on different pages. Right. Let's go to Jay on the phone lines. Where are you calling him, Jay? Ledger. Lester? Hey. Hi, Jay. This is Jay, and uh, I'm wondering why Daniel is talking so bad about Fournette against Stevenson. Oh, Danny from Quincy. Yeah, well, it's hard to explain anything Danny said. Yeah, Danny was off it today. He's, <laughs> he, he's totally lost. He just is he's blinded by hate from Tom Brady. He, he did admit that Bill's never going to win again. That was something. He, But that's the thing is he's like, he calls in about where I'm broadcasting from and some inane <laughs> thing he mentioned a month ago. Nobody cares, Danny. And he's a palm tree salesman. He should love that you're in Florida. By the way, I have to say, I thought of Danny, sick, sick admission for me, but the palm trees in California slightly better than the ones in Florida. I don't really? Know what it is. Wow. Yeah, a little nicer. A shot. Yep. Let's go to Johnny in New Hampshire. Hi, Johnny. Hey, Ken. Miss you in the morning, buddy. Thank you. Curtis. Me too. Happy. Up, uh, oh, Johnny, we're losing you. Oh, man. Put you back on hold. Try again later. Let's go Too to positive. Allison in Cambridge. Hi, Allison. Hi, guys. Hi. This isn't what I what I called about. Uh, I just I like Mac. I, I like Mac. I like Mac when he speaks. And Boomer or Tom Brady or any, any other quarterback, imagine they're them second-year starter being given this, being given Matt, Patricia, and Joe Judge to deal with their offense. Right. I mean, everyone always says that coaching is most important in football than anywhere else. You can't have it both ways. I and mean, he literally does not have a coaching staff. And so Bill Belichick talked him up because of, in the offseason because of what he did, and he had this blind spot. And this is what I did want to say. 
Tommy Curran said, I think it was Tommy Curran who said this, a few years ago, when we still had Dante and we still had Josh, Bill Belichick wanted to change our offense to a Kyle Shanahan-type offense. And Josh and Dante told him that we didn't have the staff for it. And so I have a feeling this has been a bee in his bonnet that he's wanting to do it. And he knew that he was bringing in two guys who were beholden to him and yes-men, and he decided he would do it with even less the staff and without Tom Brady. And I think he had a bee in his bonnet, and it was just such an incredibly bad idea. And me, if the likes of, I would love it when you have Dante. I don't know if he would talk about this, but, but that I would love to, whether what Dante felt about it at the time. But all I know is if you would run it by the likes of Dante and Josh, and they said no, how does he do this with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge? Mm. It's inexcusable. You make great points. Well, would Bill O'Brien like the new offense? Is he going to change it back to his, the old style? Or I mean, that's going to be quite an endeavor for him if he is the new guy. But there are so many angles to this that are all leading you to the same place, which is we can't defend it. You know what I mean? Whether it's the offense they implemented, the person that's calling the plays. like None of us, you, I, I give you a hard time about it, but I didn't foresee this. Ken, nobody could have foreseen this type this kind of blunder. Like, you can expect a trade that doesn't go your way. You think you're high on a draft pick, everybody likes him, and he doesn't manif- doesn't turn into a good player. Like, things can occur that are understandable. What happened this year with the offensive staff is just indefensible. Like, there's, you really can't say anything else about it. 617-779-7937. It is the Ken and Carter Show, one hour to go. Arcan coming up one to four. We talked some Devers earlier, and perhaps we'll work him back into the football talk. Also, do want to ask you, quickly in the next hour about the Trevor Bauer situation, Curtis. Dodgers cut him loose, paid $22 million to let him go. Will any baseball team take a chance on him? Yeah, and I also want, at some point in our final hour, I want to get your thoughts on the Celtics coach situation going forward. Oh, yeah, because uh, Missoula laid the hammer down this week before the Dallas game. Se- uh, seriously, supposedly, somewhat. Uh, we'll see. I'll I think expl- he got the hammer laid to him in a pickup game. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll explain you those details coming up.